Hello and welcome to the Tripkeeper channel, the second channel Tales from the Trip. I'm your host, the Tripkeeper, and on today's video we're going to do another Worst Combos. This one includes Nutmeg and Methamphetamine. Yeah, so you can already tell from, from that, it's, gonna, it's not going to be good. And also, before I start, I just want to say that uh, I saw people were saying, like, I don't know what I'm talking about and stuff. Um, yeah, I, I'm not going to know every fucking thing. I'm not a drug nerd. I'm not going to know what the fucking half-life of 3-MeO-PCP is off the top of my head. So, stop it with that. I made this second channel, so when you get annoying comments like that, out of here. So, if you like that, don't even watch this. Don't even subscribe to this channel. Just get out of here. Alright. And like I said, second channel, so we're going we're gonna to keep this just raw, unedited, and fucking cocks. This is called Early Morning Dementia. Uh, 24 grams of nutmeg, which sounds like quite a lot, and uh, repeated insufflated methamphetamine. I'd eaten around six whole nuts at about 5 p.m. on a lazy Sunday, popped them in my mouth, held my nose, chewed them up, and washed them down. Realizing that I most likely end up falling asleep and wake up with the most famously uncomfortable nutmeg hangover slash buzz the next day, I decided I'd stay up and ride out the whole experience to the end. To help me with this, I had some speed I bought off a mate, a whole point all to myself. I didn't snort all the powder at once, though. Rather, I'd had a bit at a time, every half hour or so, until I used half of it. Then I stopped and got on with my usual business in the boarding house. Well, fast forward to when I went to bed at 1am. Before then, I'd just been experiencing the usual nutmeg high, heightened colors, that heavy meg buzz, and totally bloodshot eyes. The speed didn't appear to have done much other than make me more talkative and energetic, so I was a little disappointed when I hopped into bed. I knew I wouldn't be able to sleep, so I resolved to just sit down and write, read, whatever. While I was doing this, I noticed that I was feeling quite paranoid, the sort of paranoia I usually only get when in an intense situation after having smoked a lot of strong hydros. <clears throat> okay, that was a long sentence. I didn't give much thought to it at first and just talked it down to the speed. Oh, okay, let's go. <clears throat> Gotta clear my throat, there's some shit in it. Soon, however, I realized something was up. Being in a boarding house, I slept in a cubicle in a large dormitory. Instead of a door, I had a curtain, and the walls of my cubicle didn't go all the way up to the roof, meaning you couldn't jump into other people's rooms pretty much. I noticed that when I looked over at the curtain, there seemed to be some shadows outside of it that looked suspiciously like somebody's feet. I began to make jokes to myself, you know, hmm, maybe it's some creepy guy outside, or a vampire or something. Sound, starting to sound like it's getting a little, little scary, huh? A few moments later, however, I realized that my thinking was getting skewed. The paranoia was quite high, and I really did start thinking that there might be somebody outside my room. Instead of deciding it was time to maybe wake somebody up to calm me down or try and get some sleep, I did something incredibly stupid and incredibly like me, as my friends will testify. I decided to snort the rest of the speed I had. Oh my god, what the fuck is your problem? At the time, I thought, hey, this is pretty intense. Imagine how cool it would be if I made it more so. That, that's, a, that's a big mistake right there, sorry. So I got out my stash tin, pulled out the rest of the powder, and snorted it off of a book, right there in my bed. I almost immediately felt a rush. In fact, I felt great, and I didn't regret what I'd done at all. Well, I hate to break it to you, bro. Uh, it's not about how you start, it's about how you finish. A few minutes later, however, I started to think that maybe I hadn't been too smart in my actions. You think? The amphetamine seemed to increase my paranoia dramatically. I was hearing lots and lots of noises, footsteps, and loud creakings that I knew couldn't possibly be happening. Looking at the wall across from me, I noticed the fabric on my bulletin board swirling and morphing. Faces and pictures appeared, all sorts of things. 
They usually have a nutmeg and cannabis with me, though, so I didn't put much down to it. It was then that I looked back over at my curtain, and my heart leapt a million feet, sending electric shocks through my spine. There was somebody outside my curtain, and he was putting his hand in, trying to get me. That's fucked up. I knew straight away it was a hallucination, and I'd like to point out that it wasn't a delusion like I get with dimenhydrinate. I didn't think this was real. In fact, I knew it wasn't. That was something that permeated the rest of this trip, or freak out if you will. The fact that even though I was seeing a whole lot of strange shit and thinking a whole lot of strange shit, I knew it was all hallucinations and would be over at some point. Hopefully. That's not my commentary he said hopefully. Uh, I wish hopefully too for him, but uh, yeah, I don't know, not, not the smartest decision to do this. So anyway, there was a creepy guy outside my room. I couldn't see him exactly, but he had a pretty claw-like evil hand and my thinking at this point was pretty skewed. I got into my head that I was safe, that this guy couldn't come into my cubicle without my permission, so all he could do was stick his hand through the curtain. Still fucking creepy. Still, I was in shock, and I sat back trying to figure out what the hell was going on. Probably hell is going on up, up in the, in, from the underworld. After a bit of thinking, I realized that obviously the speed had reacted with the chemicals in the nutmeg in some way, and it was producing my first real trip. I've never tried any hallucinogens before, unless you count cannabis and fucking Dramamine. Nope, we're not going to count that today, buddy boy. I also noticed at this point that I was seeing things out the corner of my eye, things moving and stuff. The wall across from me was rippling somewhat, and whenever I glanced over at the curtain, the guy was still there, still sticking his fucking hand in. So I did what any reasonable person would do in such a situation, put some Beethoven in my discman and flicked off the lights. Yes, a very smart decision to do. This was probably a bad idea, you think? As soon as I turned the lights off, sparks and shining beams spun out all around me. The shadows in front of me seemed to swirl and turn, occasionally morphing into the form of some crazy dancing gorilla man. The Beethoven music was totally freaking me out. My heart was pounding in my chest, from apprehension mainly, and as my vision adjusted, I noticed the posters on my bulletin board shift and spin and go berserk. Yeah, this shit's getting wild. Um, as you can see, you don't want to do this shit. I turn my attention over to the desk, which is positioned so I sit in a little alcove between the wall and my cupboard. Standing there was the vague, dull form of some enormous goon with a club, although I couldn't get the best look at him. He seemed vaguely transparent and the darkness shrouded his features. The creepy guy was still outside my curtain, but none of this was really bothering me too much. I was more excited than anything else. I was having my first trip, seeing my first proper hallucinations. Well good for you, buddy boy. It was at this point that I discovered I had psychic powers. Okay, someone's fucking weed whacking outside, so yeah, don't mind that. Although, as I said before, I didn't really believe this. There was always a part of my mind that was assessing what was going on in an entirely rational manner. When I looked at the shadows on the roof, I found I could focus in a strange way and change their form. They became brown, rotating oblong blocks spinning, out, spinning about the ceiling. I was certainly liking this newly acquired ability, so I turned the lights back on to experiment a little. Okay. My feelings at this point were very intense, very strange, and bizarre. I have no way to describe them because they are quite unlike nutmeg or weed or any other drug that I have tried before or since. My thinking became quite unclear at this point. I was slowly becoming convinced that the drugs themselves were out to get me, that they were manifesting all these hallucinations to try and scare me into sleep so the creepy man could come into my room and get me. I'm guessing this was the peak of the experience. I also found that I could use my focus ability to warp the shape of anything around me. By focusing on cups, shelves, or anything, I could make it bigger, smaller, make it into any shape I wanted. 
let's see what we learned so far. Um, so far, he's seen a creepy man that kind of wants to grab him, but he doesn't. Uh, so he's kind of just being a stalker over there. Kind of sounds like the Hat Man a little bit. Maybe that's who he saw. And then he got psychic powers. So, I mean, maybe this combo doesn't sound that bad. It was during this peak that I began a long, irrational, and paranoid sequence of turning my light off for a while, then on again, in a desperate effort to keep away any intense hallucinations. When I had the lights off, I began to think I was in a special universe, the dark world, and that I could switch to alternate dimensions by using my focus. These alternate dimensions weren't much different to our own. They all looked like my room, but there were differences. In one, my posters were gone. In another, shadows filled the room like gas. I can't remember it all, but it was pretty flipped out. The creepy man outside my curtain was still trying to get in, but I wasn't scared of him anymore. Actually, I found ways of teasing him. I discovered that if I focused on my mirror, it made the room shudder and the creepy man got angry. So every now and again, I do it just to piss him off. Serves him right, really. Okay, well, this is this is actually a very interesting story. I kind of skimmed through this before I put this on because I'm like, okay, I gotta read this no matter what it says inside, but uh, yeah, this is uh, pretty interesting. When I had the lights on, I found that I could use my focus on some of my posters to make them 3D, or make them move, grow, warp, and shrink. At one point, in one of the dark worlds, I saw an evil presence manifest itself as this transparent mist with eyes. It sunk into a box on the shelf across from me and came out again, looking like some kind of giant misty insect. Other monsters followed, and energy started flying around my head. At one point, a flying snake thing made all out of glowing blue light flew right through my face, and I could hear it hum as it did so. Despite all this, I wasn't really scared, just a bit freaked out that this was all happening. As I said, I wasn't totally irrational. Eventually, I began to feel less and less paranoid, and the hallucinations began to trail off in intensity. The creepy man was still there, moving around, although now he looked like an enormous punk. I could see his blonde spikes moving around above my curtain. I discovered that when I focused on my towel, it made me feel paranoid, and totally flipped. Consequently, I thought it is possessed. I experimented a little more with my focus, seeing how strong I was with it. I managed to focus not just one object at one point, but an entire wall, cupboard included. I remember feeling an immense pride at how well my skills were coming along. As the sun rose and the birds began to chirp outside, it was now around 6am, the hallucinations died down a lot. I found to my distress that my focus power was gone, although I could still make some posters 3D to a certain extent. I listened to a Pink Floyd song, Dogs, and it freaked me out a lot. And then he put um, the lyrics to dogs. I'm not going to read them. This seemed incredibly relevant to what had been happening to me, that I'd lost control and that what had happened was a consequence of dabbling with crazy ass drugs, you think? Soon enough, however, the creepy man was gone and I was feeling quite alright again, although I'd got my final revenge on that hallucinatory fuck. Just as he was really fading, as he was finally disappearing, I'd whispered, you can come in now, that'll teach him a lesson. It was incredible for me, my first real trip. I've never tried acid, mushrooms, peyote, or any other hallucinogens before, except diamond hydronate, but I don't want to go into that. So I have nothing to compare it to, but a friend told me that it sounded a lot like what happens on acid, and he should know he's tried LSD. I found out afterwards that mixing nutmeg with speed is not encouraged. I'm not too sure about this. I experienced no bad, noticeable physical or mental effects from my nutmeg speed combo, and I wouldn't describe this as a bad trip at all. It was freaky, yeah, and I was quite paranoid, but I was never really scared or ready to just totally freak out. In fact, I would try this again, except for the fact that I don't take nutmeg anymore. Um, well, this ended up being a not positive trip, but um, I think this guy is just not... I. I don't know, it's not a good idea to do that shit. That does not sound fun to me. 
I don't think his psychic powers were really fucking psychic, uh, as you can tell. I mean, you know, no one has psychic powers, but um, yeah, this is this is the kind of person that I think would just do drugs, do whatever is given to him, and uh, yeah, so he got lucky, I think. Uh, if that creepy man came inside, and you know, maybe he could have done something to him. Maybe like I don't know. Maybe it could have like started choking him or something, and he was actually having a seizure in real life. I don't know. But um, I don't recommend this combo whatsoever. Please don't do it. It sounds fucking stupid. This guy just doesn't realize that what happened to him, he, he's very lucky that nothing bad happened. Um, this just sounds like a terrible combo to me. No matter what the story says at the end, if he recommends it or not, don't fucking do it. That's the most idiotic thing I've heard. Alright. Have a good day, guys. I hope you enjoyed. Let me know what other combos you want me to read next. Um, hopefully... The next one I read, it will be uh, one where they don't recommend it at the end. So, have a good day. Bye. Hello and welcome to the second channel for Tales from the Trip. I'm your host, the Trip Keeper, and on today's video, I'm going to be reading a terrible combination that you definitely should not be doing ever. And um, I kind of want to make this a series, so let me know if you want me to do this um, on this channel. I'm, maybe I'll do it on my main channel, I don't know, but uh, I'm just reading the worst combinations possible that you can do. Uh, this one is pretty bad, uh, Methadone and Alprazolam, but I'm sure there are worse ones out there. Um, there are, definitely, but this one is like a... Everyone probably knows you shouldn't be doing this, so um, without further ado, let's get started. And, well, actually, before I start, since um, this is the second channel, I'm not going to worry about editing yet. Uh, the channel is gaining a little bit of subscribers here. I noticed that my legal drug video almost has 40,000 views. I'm like, I, I looked at my page for, I haven't been on it for a week, and I saw, I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> that's like that's like the views I get on my main channel. So if you're new here, uh, hey, how you doing? All right. But like I said, we're not going to be editing that great we're just going to be putting the audio together with the video and that's it until this channel gets popular if it does i'm not so if it just stays stagnant like this then we're just going to keep it rolling like this so all right this story is called woke up in hospital uh by lucky to be alive okay they named their username now that's yeah after this story probably are lucky um it is a female and they weigh 162 pounds i don't usually put that information in my main channel videos because it's really not that important usually you find out while you read it but um i'll just do it here let me start off by saying that i made a stupid mistake and i'm lucky to be alive today before this horrible incident i was heavy into downers such as oxycontin vicodin and percocet I wanted to get off the downers because I wasn't doing anything but getting messed up all the time. So I went to the methadone clinic and got started on 40 milligrams, and I went to my grandma's after the clinic. When I got to my grandma's house, she said she was going to the store, and I felt a little drowsy, so I decided to stay and wait for her to come back. I wanted to feel really relaxed, so I took five 1 milligram Xanax and passed out. Okay, five, that's a little, you know, I... How much is a big dose of Xanax? I mean, I, I don't think anyone should do more than two, but I don't recommend doing Xanax at all, so stay away from that shit. But if you do do it, is that five a lot? I, it seems like a lot to me. Next thing I remember, I was in the hospital, naked, with doctors all around me and tubes down my throat. I was, hook up, I was hooked up to so many machines that I could hardly breathe. My vitals were horrible, and doctors said it was real close. 
Luckily, my grandma came home in time to find me. She said I was pale and my lips were blue. She dialed 911. My heart stopped for four minutes and I was getting a, and I was given a shot of adrenaline. Shit, that kind of reminds me of the Pulp Fiction scene. I mean, adrenaline shot. That's, yeah, that's, that's crazy. Do not mix these substance, substances, please. The mixture of these two drugs are very lethal. My respiratory system was shutting down. I was in intensive care unit for four days and it took two weeks to fully recover. I couldn't walk without having breathing problems and I was waking up with cold sweats and chills. It was a nightmare and I want to warn people about the dangers of mixing downers, especially when it involves methadone. After I recovered, I researched online about the combination of the two medications. There were so many reports of family and friends who died of the same mistake. I think about that day all the time. If I would have went back to my apartment where I live alone and did the combination there, I wouldn't be here today. Methadone is not a drug to play around with. If you must get it, if you must get on it, tell your doctor every medication you were on. It could save your life. Uh not the longest story, but definitely packs a punch in there because waking up in the hospital not knowing what the fuck happened, like, that just freaks me out. Um, like, yeah, so don't mix downers like she said in this. It, it's a bad idea. Xanax is already dangerous on its own. Um, I've never done methadone, never had to do methadone in my life, but uh, I was actually thinking about doing a story uh, video on my main channel about it soon, so let me know if you want me to do that. Um, but I can't imagine anything going well mixing these two substances. That just sounds pretty terrible. I, something like this could happen. I mean, she did do a lot of Xanax, five one milligram bars. I mean, well, bars are two milligrams usually. So are those footballs. Um, I haven't done Xanax in a while. It's been, whew, and I don't ever plan on doing it again. Um, not only because I can't find it, but because I've had bad experiences on it. I almost fucking died in New Orleans one time. Uh, don't recommend it. And I was drinking with that. Oh, Xanax is one of the worst fucking drugs on the planet. I I cannot not recommend it enough. It is seriously if you are if you are ever thinking about doing pills, I'm sure that most of you people who are on my channel are like kind of interested in it. In, even though I kind of scared people away from it, but if Xanax comes in your in your hands, just don't turn it away. That's like one drug. I know I talk about Benadryl and stuff, not to, to stay away from that, but honestly, I think Xanax is probably worse just because it's just, there's a lot more physical danger to it. Now with DPH, if you abuse it, there can be a lot of stuff later on. And there's also stuff during, you know, during the time, but um, yeah, later on in life could be really terrible with dementia and stuff, but Xanax could also cause that. And not only that, but like your memory is going to fucking go while you're on it. So it's like, there, there's really nothing fun. There's no fun part to it except that you get to hide from like living for a while. <laughs> I don't know if that's a positive experience, but um, I don't. I, I don't know why doctors prescribe it. Honestly, it seems like if that gets prescribed to you and you don't get addicted, then you are amazing. Is there anyone down uh, in the comments that can say that they've never been addicted to Xanax being prescribed it? Let me know because I'd love to hear it. There probably is, but um, I just don't think it's a safe substance to prescribe to somebody. Like. Honestly, I think they should prescribe gabapentin to anxiety-ridden people. Um, I wish I could ask my doctor for it, but uh, I'm not going to do that. Because that is, I think that's one of the safest drugs. It's not usually used for anxiety, but um, it can be. It's used for nerve pain, um, but they do give it away for anxiety sometimes, I think. Uh, don't quote me on that, though. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I'm just saying that off the top of my head. I don't have any notes or anything. I just have this story. And methadone, like I said, I don't, um, 
I, I want to do a video on it on my main channel. Um, and I don't know too much about it other than they do prescribe it to people who are coming off of opiates or trying to get off of opiates. And it does get you high too. So, or does it? I really, I, I should know more about it, but I don't. Uh, so let me know in the comments uh, your experiences with methadone and stuff like that. So hopefully you took uh, a lesson from this video today that you should not mix downers. Doesn't matter what it is if you... Um, Let's say you mix Vicodin and clonazepam. Don't do that shit either. Uh, just like anything, like oxys and what? Oxys and atizolam. That would be, okay, that would be horrible. Do not ever do that. That just sounds, just, oh, no benzos, no benzos and no opioids. That, I mean, doing it by themselves is pretty bad anyway. So mixing them together, yeah, you're probably going to die. Uh so I thought I'd read that story. I know it was short and I kind of just rambled on there, but it is my second channel. I don't give a fuck what I say on it because there's nothing that I can really, you know, I don't know. There's, I don't really have anything to lose on this channel. The other channel, I got to be straight on point. You know, I got to wear a suit and everything. I got to show up nice, clean, you know, smell good. I got everything on that. But on this channel, I could just wear sweatpants and not give a fuck. So that's what we're going to do. Um... Let me know what kind of video you want me to do next. Um, I also had this one video idea I really want to do. I forgot if I mentioned in the last one, but I just got to have the time for it. Um, it, it. It would be a good idea. And then I also had an idea of doing like what what SpongeBob characters are addicted to what drugs. Like uh, Squidward would be benzos for sure. And... I think SpongeBob would be Molly or Shrooms or something. But yeah, if you want me to make that video, let me know in the comments. Um, and if you're new here, hey, welcome, welcome, welcome. All right, well, that's it for today. Um, we'll, uh, we'll see you at some point, probably next week or maybe tomorrow. I don't know. No, not tomorrow. I'm going to the casino. But after that, we can, we can do some shit. Hello and welcome to the second channel for Tales from the Trip. I'm your host, the Trip Keeper. I am a narrator and professional deterra boofer. I actually won the professional deterra boofing competition in Milwaukee in 2006. Uh, first place, buddy boy. You know what they gave me for a prize? <laughs> they gave me scopolamine. Um, but yeah. Alright, um, you clicked on this video probably because you wanted to hear how bad is this combination. This is the third installment and this one involves hydrocodone and air duster yeah so this is not gonna end well <laughs> um just let me know in the comments what combos you want me to look up maybe i could find some bad ones um but yeah we don't we i'm just trying to to warn people not to do this not not that i don't have to tell you not to do this because it should be fucking common knowledge not to do inhalants but hey some people need to learn and uh maybe my video will help but who knows just try to get my opinion, my honest, brutal opinion, as much as I know, to help you out. But this is pretty obvious here. All right, this is called A Night to Forget. He probably forgot it anyway, uh, without even wanting to forget it. Um, 15 milligrams of hydrocodone and six hits of air duster. What? I don't know how many hits is a, is a lot. I mean... One hit is enough to kill you, so no, it won't kill you, but it 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 won't do you any good. Trust me. 
Alright, let's get started into the story, and I will be doing commentary over it, so if you don't like that, then you came to the wrong channel, go to my main channel where I just read the story straight up, but if you like the commentary laid back, this is you came to the right place today. It was a Saturday night, and I'd just gotten off the phone with my girlfriend, who upset me quite a bit. Because of this, and the thought of the boring night, I decided to try something new. Being upset is no reason to do drugs, I am just stupid. I was just about to say that, so he said it for me. I've never done Vicodin before, and I knew my parents had some left over from various injuries, so I went to the cabin and got two 7.5, 750mg tablets and brought them to my room. I'm assuming 7.5 Vicodin, 750 um, yeah. There, after reading about hydrocodone on the web, I decided to snort one. I don't like snorting. I hate snorting. I would, I, I've done it a couple times, and it just does not feel good. I don't know. I, I know it hits you faster, but you might as well just shove it up your ass at that point. I ground the pill up with mortar and a pestle, and I am a child of chemistry. Took my pen and snorted it up my nose. There were no real noticeable effects. After about a minute, I decided to crush up the other pill. I did, and began to inhale this into my nose. After about half of the powder was gone, my nose filled up so much that I couldn't really breathe through it that good. So I waited about 10 minutes for it to be absorbed. Okay. During this time, I became bored. This is not good because when I get bored, I do some stupid stuff. <laughs> Dude, I remember I got bored today. I fucking robbed three banks. Time to search for the whipped cream can to inhale some nitrous. We were all out. I went back up to my room, sat down, and started to think. I looked around my room at my hanging Christmas lights and at my black light. Then my eyes saw the can of Enviro Duster, and I remember seeing computer duster under the inhalant section in Arrowhead. Alright, what I want to say here is that too bad he didn't have nitrous. I would have rather you done that, even though it's not good for you. Like, I, people like to say it's safe, but it's, it's, I'm, there, there's problems to everything. There's problems to weed, too. You can't, there's, you could find anything, but it is safe. It's safer than fucking computer duster, so, yeah. I'll give my opinion on that. That's that's how I feel about that. I have always been totally against huffing and cheap highs, but despite the warnings on Arrowhead, I said, what the hell, and gave it a shot. I put the tube in my fist, and I put my fist up to my nose. I pulled the trigger and inhaled the chemical directly. I put it down and began to feel extremely dizzy. Then my vision became very distorted, and I felt like I was spinning around the world. Great. Not great, dude. Excuse me. I began to go on a duster binge, which I named it last night. I took another hit, and it was better than the first. I stumbled to my bed and stared at the hanging lights with awe. I needed more. I took another big hit, and then over AIM, I, per I proceeded to type oh my god to my friend because I had such a big rush. When this wore off, of course, I needed more. I took another, and then another. Before the last hit wore off, I started smelling more. For about 15 seconds, I blew it into my nose, then put it down, and very quickly snorted the second half of the second pill. I was fucked up. Yeah, I, I can imagine being fucked up over that. You Just stick to the hydrocodone, dude. Don't, don't put inhalants. Don't, don't, don't do inhalants. Don't, don't do hydrocodone either, but if you're going to pick one or the other, fucking do hydrocodone. I laid on my bed with my eyes closed, everything spinning. I began to dislike the feeling. I stood up and went to my computer. I, type, I typed to my friend, that's enough duster for me, I feel sick now. Right as I typed enter, I got that feeling in my stomach, accompanied by the salivating of my mouth. I ran to the bathroom, put the shower on because my mom was sleeping in the next room over, and started to puke out my guts. 
All right. At first, um, I thought he was going to take a shower to calm down because usually I read so many trip reports where people take showers and they think it's going to make you feel better, but you're just in reality, you're just tripping in the shower and you're, what are you going to do next? <laughs> you know, but, um, at least Steam had a smart decision there. So his mom won't hear him. You know, I, what, one smart decision tonight. <laughs> That's not saying much. After splashing toilet water all over my face and in my mouth. Oh God. I flushed the toilet and washed up. Maybe you should take a shower. I stumbled to my room and kicked a can of duster off my chair. About 10 minutes went by, and again, I was in my bathroom throwing up. I was catching my breath when the phone rang. I ran out of the bathroom into my room with vomit and toilet water on my face to get the phone so my mom wouldn't wake up. I sounded horrible. Oh, I said. It was my girlfriend. She asked me what was wrong, and I told her, Oh no, why would you do that, babe? I went to my bathroom and cleaned up. You might as well just stay in the fucking bathroom. You gotta keep going in there, dude. Just fall asleep with the toilet. It was about 10.15 now, and I was still feeling horrible. I talked her on the phone for about 15 minutes, laying in my bed with my eyes closed. Then I stood up to put some MP3s on. Okay, yeah, this is from 2001, this report. <laughs> when was the last time someone said they put MP3s on? Yeah, dude, I put on my MP3s, fuck. And I felt it again. I ran to the bathroom, put the phone on mute by her, by her request, excuse me, and vomited again. This time not that much, just heaving into the toilet. I once again picked the phone up. Hello? I was, feeling a, I was feeling a little better, so I went downstairs to get some food. I ate a little bit of leftover pizza, but started feeling sick again, so I went back upstairs. I lay in my bed. I then got out of bed for some reason, and again began to feel sick. I ran to the bathroom, put the phone on mute, and again, I threw up, even less this time, with painful heaves. Dry heaves are the fucking worst. I might as well just, you, I just want to puke at that point. At least, at least you're doing it for something, you know, get it out. Dry heaves hurt. Like, I, last time I threw up was like, probably in 2022. I don't remember when, but it was sometime then. Dude, it just hurts so bad. I hate throwing up. I try not. If I know that I'm reaching a limit with alcohol or something, I'm not going farther because I know what's going to happen. Um, but yeah, this so far this seems like a time loop, like a fucking inhalant time loop. Usually that goes with psychedelics and shit, but this is I, this is the first ever inhalant time loop. Um, and we continue with this now. I pick up picked up the phone and again I sounded horrible. Why would you do this? She asked. I replied by saying. I was upset and bored. We then talked about why I was upset and sorted it all out. I was laying down but stood up to get my yearbook to look for somebody in it. And again, I felt like I was going to hurl, so I ran into the bathroom. And after about 30 seconds, I put the phone on mute and threw up. Nothing but a mouthful came out, with more painful heaves. I ran into my room after cleaning up and laying down. Or... I ran into my room after cleaning up and laid down. I figured out that every time I stood up, I felt sick and threw up. I wouldn't get up anymore. I lay in my bed until 4 a.m. on the phone with her, talking. Well, I hope you're talking to her when you're on the phone with somebody. You know, you just put her on the phone, don't say a word. There you go. Um, yeah, we got one more paragraph here. I had a horrible night. I think it was the computer duster that made me vomit. I will never do something like that again. As I puked, I blew a lot of the white paste out of my nose, intentionally. My advice to anyone that huffs is, grow up. It's a stupid high that kills neurons. And as for the Vicodin, I don't know. I will never sort, snort it again. Because I really didn't get any results. But maybe someday I will take them orally. Not anytime soon for that matter. Being upset is no reason to take any drugs. When I get upset, I do stupid things. 
I do stupid things. Be safe and responsible. Okay, so I guess you could take something positive from this. He learned his fucking lesson. Uh, you probably didn't have to teach yourself that lesson in the first place. You could have fucking realized that taking Duster was a fucking bad idea. I have no idea um, how the Viking and what did that make him puke more? You think? I have no idea. I don't. I really don't think so. I think the Duster just completely overpowered. I mean, he took a lot of hits. He said six, six fucking hits. I don't know how many times he's done computer Duster. I don't think. Um, he was talking about nitrous, so I don't think he did it that much, but I'm sure he had experience with it. Um, but seriously, though, don't do not do inhalants, and don't mix it with fucking opioids. What is your problem, dude? I You gotta be careful with mixing substances. Like, this is, this is one that you should know not to do. I mean, I... The other ones I've had on here, uh, the... What was it? Meth and nutmeg. <laughs> I'd rather you do that. Uh, at least you're, at least you're eating some plant material or fucking spice, whatever. And then meth, you gotta be careful. Now, now we gotta see if there's any meth and inhalant videos, uh, stories. I'd like to cover that. That'd be pretty cool. Um, but yeah, that's, oh shit, the story is 87,000 views. I wonder if I already read this on my main channel. I don't, it doesn't ring a bell. I don't think I remember reading this. Um, but... I think for the next video, I'm going to do something with stimulants, but I'm not sure. Just give me some suggestions in the comments below, you know, what you want me to do next. Is there any other video ID you want me to do? I can do whatever the fuck you want. And also let me know if you want me to re uh, review Oipenhoima. I just saw it last night, and it was the most mid-movie of all time. Could not believe my eyes. I, that movie should have been an hour less than it should have been. The three fucking hours... Yeah, that was, was too much. It, and the funny thing was, it was fast-paced. So with three hours, like, but there's some stuff that you really didn't need in there. And Christopher Nolan, man, I think he's kind of dumbing down his audiences. Every time something, like, when a revelation happened, he explained it to the audience, like, by a character, like, saying it. Like, um, we can figure that out on our own. You don't need to tell us. Um, rated R movies, like, there's not going to be that many kids watching it. So you... Just trust us, man. We're not all goldfish attention span brains that fucking scroll on TikTok with subway surfers playing the whole time. We can understand some shit. All right, I basically gave my review. Maybe I don't need to do it now. So this will be um, a duster and uh, hydrocodone with Oppenheimer review. Uh, hope you enjoyed this, though. This has um, been a lot of fun doing these worst combos. I think this is my favorite favorite type of shit doing on either channel because it's fun to... Cause it's, it, it's not only bad to read these stories with with how fucked up it is but like it's just entertaining all these stories are very entertaining and i want to teach you guys harm reduction how to be safe but like with these it's just common knowledge and i shouldn't have to tell you but sometimes you got to tell people um so anyways um i'm gonna leave i'm gonna go boof some deter i got my competition coming up in milwaukee it's the 75th annual so they have me headlining um they have Joey Chestnut doing it. I know he does the hot dog competition, but he's doing the boofing deter competition. Um, he's been getting really good at it. Uh, he's been teaching me how to swallow hot dogs. So check me out in the next uh, next Fourth of July. I'll be wolfing down hot dogs like he is. Hopefully, you know maybe I can be a goat at a eating competition. But right now I'm the goat at boofing deter. If you if you could boof more than me, let me know in the comments. I could boof probably like. 800 billion seeds in two seconds. Yeah, don't even test me, dude. Yeah, you cannot beat that. Trust me. All right. Well, we'll see you later, and uh, let me know what you want me to do next. Thank you. Have a wonderful day.
Hello and welcome to the second channel for Tales from the Trip. I'm your host, the Trip Keeper, and in today's Worst Combos episode, we're going to be doing Dimethyldrenate and Bupropion. Now, I've heard nothing but bad stuff about Bupropion. I, if someone prescribed me this, I'm, I wouldn't take it. And I've never done Dramamine either, and I don't plan on it. I don't stay away from fucking Deliriance, okay? You do not want to take that shit. There's no, no fun to it, and you'll see why after this story. Um... Yeah, this is just sounds like a horrible combination. You don't even have to read the story. You already know. Like, why would you combine these two? Um, all right, let's get started. Okay, it was me, Jonathan, my friend Travis, and my other friend Corey, and we went laser bowling. We were just chilling, and we met up with some people that we that we know, and we eventually got separated for a couple minutes. After we met back up, we all found a place to sit down and decided to take out some Dramamine because we've heard that you can get a pretty straight trip off of it. Um, yeah, that, that's, that's where they got it wrong already. See, this is the problem. You gotta, this is 2001, probably didn't have a lot of information on it. Uh, right now, you know, if you watch my channel, you don't want to take this stuff. Well, I'm sure that none of us had in mind what, what was fixing to change our lives forever. As we were going outside, my friend Corey started to tell us that he felt weird and that his stomach hurt. We thought that it was just the drama me because they can make you sick on an empty stomach. So he just sat down and sparked up a smoke. Everyone was, everything was going okay until my friend started complaining about a lot of muscle pain. We were freaked out and didn't know what to do, and then all of a sudden he went into a seizure. I tried to stop his shaking and calm him down, but he couldn't breathe and I couldn't make him stop shaking. It was violent and he was tearing and scratching me and Travis. Me and Travis did everything that we could do, which was nothing but watch Corey die. Then somebody came outside and they saw him and I told them to call 911. Soon after that, I was sitting on the table and he was still seizing, and I pulled him onto my lap with, lap with Travis on the other side trying to hold his arms. Then, as he started to calm down, he looked directly into my eyes as I, did, as I did to him. He was blue and not breathing, and as quickly as it all started, it was over. His heart had stopped beating. Right there, he died in my arms. I pulled him closer and grasped him tightly as I could, and I, and I heard a breath come out. I looked back at his face and the color was coming back. His lips were no longer blue and I think he was looking around a little. Then the paramedics arrived and they gave, and they gave him oxygen and brought him back to consciousness. Then they loaded him onto the ambulance and we said bye and I told him that I'd see him when we got to the hospital. A cop drove me and Travis to the hospital and there we sat for a couple of hours. Then Corey's parents showed up and I told them the whole story. We all sat in there for a while before they told us that they were going to take us home. Now I'm home and it's 6am in the morning and I never even tripped. Okay, I got a pet peeve right here. When people say 6 a.m. in the morning, it's one or the other. You don't say 6 a.m. in the morning. You don't say 6 p.m. in the afternoon. Like, I, I don't know why people do that. Um, you know, just say 6 a.m. or 6 in the morning. You're already saying it's in the morning by saying 6 a.m. Sorry, it's a pet peeve. The whole experience sobered us up. I'm going to the hospital today and see how he is. As far as I know, he is okay, and we'll make a recovery. This will definitely be the last time that I'll have an encounter with nothing like this. His words, not mine. He didn't say anything. He said nothing. I suggest that you don't have a first. Well, other than the terrible, terrible spelling and grammar in the story, uh, it's pretty, it's it's a really um, an eye-opening experience uh, because, you know, he was probably take. they didn't mention the bupropion, but it is in the story. It says they took 300 milligrams of it at, up at the Arrowhead um, um, thing where it tells you the dose. 
Um, so I'm assuming he's either prescribed it or maybe just did it for fun, but they didn't mention it because when you're usually prescribed stuff, sometimes they don't even mention that. Um, but he did. And that's like, Hey, I took some heroin today, but I'm also prescribed Zoloft. Uh, I doubt that they're going to mention the Zoloft, but, um, I was just saying that as an example. I'm not doing heroin. Don't worry guys. I don't do any hard drugs. I don't even do drugs really anymore at all. Uh, just occasional alcohol and um i don't even smoke so yeah that's i gotta stay sober to fucking make this channel work make these two channels work i'm working freaking so much time at my job and this i'm just see i'm just trying to get to a hundred thousand subscribers on my main channel so if you haven't subscribed there yet if you this is the only channel you know by me subscribe there please so i can reach there because i'm gonna slow down once i reach it um, I'll still do two videos a week. I I do three videos a week. And it is really hard to do with the full-time job at the post office. Like, I feel like dying half the time and with this hot weather. Luckily, it was cool, cooler today, but last week, man, it was so bad, dude. It was terrible. And then I come home and work on a video. Like, that deter video that I uploaded, um, when was that? Friday, I think it was. I had to start that shit Wednesday, and I had I read like most of the story, and then I edited like eight minutes of it, and then I read the rest of it the next day, and then I finished editing it. So that's two days for nineteen minutes. It, now, if I got to do that on a day off, that would have been done in one day. But since I I had to work on it while I was working, or after work, I couldn't finish it because I get off at four. And by the time I eat, shower, it's already almost 6 o'clock. And yeah, so it it's tiring. So just please, please get me to 100K. That's all I'm asking for. I, I, uh, that's, uh, that started to become my goal once I like started getting, I don't know, what was I at? Like 25,000. I'm like, okay, maybe I can actually reach 100K one year, one day. Um, I didn't think it would actually come though, so, but hopefully the hard work does pay off, I think it is, uh, because I am seriously, people are warning me of, of being burnt out, and I was like, oh, you cocksuckers, I'm not gonna burn out, and I think I am, uh, but that's gonna be fixed as soon as I hit it, because I am going to slow down, and you guys won't mind, because it's still gonna be a video a week, one to two videos a week, um, I just really, if you don't upload, for like consistently your subscribers don't go up as high as they would if you uploaded three times a week so and with my videos it doesn't take that long to like edit compared to a freaking nexpo video which is like two hours long it takes like 30 years to make um and then let me know you guys know that channel he fucking just uploaded one the other day about the jfk assassination that i mean and he didn't upload for over a year um, so yeah, but my videos are simple. I just read it. I, now the part that takes long is the audio editing. That's, that's the part I hate. And the reading too, it takes long too, cause I got to get my voice in it. I got to get it perfectly. I got to make sure I don't mispronounce things like most of the time. Like if, if someone tells me I pronounce something wrong, I look on Google before like Fenabut. That's how you say it. What that's what Google says. So I used to say Fenabut all the time. Uh, but when I searched it up, just to make sure, it said Fenabut. So um, that's what I say. So I can't help it. Uh, that's what Google says. I'll go with Google over 
what I think it is, you know, because <laughs> it's a freaking computer program, buddy. The AI is sentient over there. You guys hear about that? That was last year. The uh, guy from Google said that uh, there's AI that they had there, and it became sentient, and he got suspended and then fired. Um, funny thing is, you can look for the story on Google, so I guess they're not really hiding it, um, but I'm sure pretty much everyone was aware that AI is going to take over one day, and it's already getting pretty scary as it is. So, yeah. Um, but back onto this this combination, this kind of... It's, I don't know why someone would want to do that. Um, now, if you don't know, like this is from 2001, so they probably didn't know how bad it could be. Like you, seizures are pretty common on uh, bupropion already. Like I did a video last year, just straight up named bupropion seizure stories, and go check that out uh, if you haven't on my main channel. Uh, they're fucking scary, dude. I would like, I. They do make you feel, like, high, I would say. I haven't done it yet, but that's what I've heard. Like, you do feel something. It's not, like, Zoloft or Prozac where it's just, like, you just feel happier as time goes on. But um, I think there's actually some little euphoric effect there. Like, Zoloft, the only time I felt high off of uh, SSRI was the first day I took it. First day I took Prozac, dude, for some reason, I was just, like, I got super happy. I felt I was in the greatest mood of all time. Like, oh, my God, this worked right away. And then every day after that sucked. And then I switched to Zoloft, and it got a lot better. But now I'm off of it because I wanted to get off of SSRI. So I'm done with it. Hopefully, I'm going to look for some ketamine or MDMA therapy pretty soon. And maybe we can go from there. But, yeah, don't do bupropion and um, Dramamine. That's not a good combination. Don't mix any of these... If alcohol was involved here too, he would have he would have died for sure. He would have died. So you gotta be lucky for that. And they took 500 milligrams of the Dramamine and 300 milligrams of the Welbutrin. So um, yeah, that's it's not gonna work out, dude. Just don't do it. All right. Uh, hope you hope you learned a lesson today. Um, if you're going to do this for some reason, maybe now you could change your mind. <laughs> you know? If you're prescribed it and you want to do Dramamine, like, yeah, don't, don't even, don't, don't do it. Don't do it separately. Like, don't, if you got, if you take Wellbutrin for, if you're prescribed it, you got to take it, but don't mix Dramamine with it and just don't do Dramamine in general because why would you want to do that? There's not nothing fun to it. Just like, uh, diphenhydramine, there's nothing fun for it. You're just doing it to see the hat man and the hat man doesn't even come out all the time. So go fuck yourself.